0: i got wasted because i didn't want to deal with myself welcome tonight. to the finding what drives you podcast first i want to start off with just thank everybody out there that listens i really appreciate every one of you you know i get on these and sometimes i forget uh, about everyone that's shown so much support and um it's i just focus on who, who the guest is and i appreciate and love every one of you but today we have a special guest a great man great father great husband great friend stand-up comedian uh which we're going to talk a lot about that and how you how you got up on stage my man a hard worker you know a pipeliner uh a bicycle enthusiast extraordinaire i don't know how to call it you're a bicyclist and uh no friend of jack daniels (laughs) (laughs) anymore. (laughs) folks welcome joe daniels thank you man (laughs) this is cool dude it's
1: like yeah, we're nervous now. All right, let's get it. I got all Can going we, up to about a minute ago.
0: Yeah. Can we get some awkward silence yeah. now? So
1: um hi. Uh.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. So you brought it up. Like, who are you looking at over here? So when I was wondering, this is like the beginning of a Steve Harvey show or like Jerry Springer. There's a big crowd. This is live. Hundreds. <laughs> hundreds of people. Hey, how you doing, Susie?
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, man. One, I think it's awesome you started this, dude. I just want to say, I think a lot of people want to get doing shit and they they don't yeah it's just like eh, why why take that risk of getting judged
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah you said earlier you you want to start a podcast too right and uh, you're afraid there's an asshole like you out there <laughs> exactly dude, that's
1: right dude
0: i can i can judge with the best of them. <laughs> <laughs> nope he's doing it wrong Yeah, <laughs> dude, that me. so i uh for about 10 years i had this t-shirt that said Fuck Fuck Joe, Joe Daniels, Daniels. <laughs> tell us the story how that began, dude. That was, <laughs> and that was a long time ago. It I was, was late teens,
1: probably. And I remember we went out to a field party. Like there was a guy I had a girlfriend back in high school and her boyfriend. And it was that that drama, that high school <laughs> drama. And so, and uh, I remember we went out to the pits. Remember the pits oh, is where yeah. you go. Yeah. And, and so, I went out there, and I remember uh, there's like the. The ringleader guy of the area, and like you had to clear it with him. Like you're gonna, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you had to sanction. There's to a thirty foot fire. fire.
0: <laughs> yeah, you had to get acceptance from oh, the ringleader. I get it. Yeah. And so it was
1: just like I remember, like like you got to go up to so and so and and get the approval, whatever.
2: And, uh, and you, were you
1: on the email list? Dude, yeah. And so I go up and I'm like, hey man, I'm like, I need to I need to square things up with that guy over there. And he's all, hey, why? You know, like what's well, the reason? I'm, I go, well, he said, fuck Joe Daniels, man. Like, you see, oh. He goes, all right, good enough. <laughs> like, you know, they want to give him the whole backstory. Yeah. And so then, uh, you know, it, it went down and, uh, uh, I remember afterwards we're back at my buddy's house and he goes, Fuck Joe Daniels, huh? That was, that's why. And I go, I go, dude, wasn't ready for all the questions. I just like just wanted to get the fight. You know? And so then it was just a, it turned into a thing and then shirts got made and it was
0: uh <laughs> I I didn't know either. Like I was wearing this shirt, and like, who's Joe Daniels? I was like, I don't know, but fuck him. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, it came
1: off like, you know, if you say this, oh, he's gonna, he's gonna snap. And it's yeah. like, no. So uh, that's
0: how I started. You just made it up. Yeah. Uh, some guy said, "Fuck Joe Daniel." And, yeah. <laughs> and so he said, well, "Come on in." Yeah. Said, so. that you, that's the magic password. Yeah, it fits in the bylaws. Yeah. yeah. It's one of the rules. You can fight for that. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah. Yes, you're in. You're on the list. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Yeah.
1: It was. Uh, uh, those are fun times, man. Back in high school, you know, and yeah. uh, and doing all that. Like I'm, dude. I'm. I'm very thankful we we grew up when we did because. UFC wasn't quite what it is now. Everybody wasn't goddamn jiu-jitsu experts and shit, you know? It uh, really? was, uh, you know, who was the luckiest? <laughs> it's like, and typically, if you threw first, you know, you had a good, uh, your odds yeah. went up.
0: <laughs> I totally agree, man. Everyone's training now. Everybody, dude. Yeah. yeah. We grew up in a great, great time. I swear, I didn't write down a lot of notes because I knew this would just be easy talking with you for an hour, (laughs) but I just got a flashback of you. I think it was Jerry's pizza motor grader might've been playing and you ran down the steps trying to hit somebody and missed.
1: Okay. (laughs) See, so this is one of those things. So, uh, there's a lot of stories I don't remember, but I enjoy hearing them. (laughs) Like like, what you said, I go, oh yeah, that could happen. (laughs) Jerry's pizza motor grader. I remember those. Yeah. I, I was just, uh, I remember, I was at Jerry's pizza one night and uh, I don't know, they, it was getting out of hand, you know? And I remember uh, I remember mean, I got choked out. I remember I, I remember I squared up with somebody. Right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like someone's going to leave and I'm like, <laughs> all right. And I just walked up stairs of <laughs> Jerry's pizza. I walked out and went, wasn't he just getting ready to fight somebody? I go, <laughs> so I walked back down there, <laughs> and then it went out into the alley. And uh, what it was, I was squared up with someone, and someone came up behind me, and choked me out. Oh man, someone put, was training. Yeah, put me to sleep. Let me train early. Yeah. 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 And so, dude, then it went out to the street. Happened to me again. And I remember <gasps> getting up, going, "Whoever's doing that needs to stop
2: it." Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, uh, stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> oh uh, my God! All right, <laughs> that is a good one, right there. Yeah, yeah.
1: Those drinking stories, man.
0: Oh gosh, yeah. Well, I I met you hanging out with Dustin Jones. Yep. And um, you know, in high school, I kind of just bounced around from house to house and kind of uh, parents out of town type of situation. But got to hang out with Dustin and live with him. That's how we met, and we had a lot of fun times,
1: dude. It was you know, uh, so Sunday was six years clean and sober for myself. Yes. I wanted to
0: bring it out in the, uh, the surprise. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. This guy's parties. And then boom, six years. sober. Oh yeah,
1: dude, it was, uh, dude, beer was great, man. Like that, that baseline anxiety would go away. You Mm can talk to people and it was just, uh, I, I look back on stuff and I go, man, I wish I never did that. Like I appreciate everything I went through. Like it was, uh, I'm more appreciative that I was able to, to, to get past it because, it was it was fun till it wasn't, you know yeah, for and, sure, and I've heard people describe it, you know, drinking and drugs, whatever you know the the progression is pretty much fun, uh fun with problems and then problems, right you know and uh and so d- dude like I look back and uh I, I work with Dustin still uh so yeah. he does a lot of jobs for uh the company I work for, and uh, so I run into him and uh it's cool, man, even seeing him thrive, seeing you thrive, like we've all you know ran it pretty hard there at times and yeah uh uh and it's weird dude so getting into you know uh dude i i, I work on pipelines I'm, I'm a welder you know there's right.
0: a you know welding pipe and drinking you know right uh, this, goes hand in hand oh dude and it's well just drinking that's, that's weeks that's uh, weak sauce oh, for a pipe welder oh, right? oh yeah dude, <laughs> those, <laughs> there's some those guys know what they're doing out there yeah. <laughs> and uh but
1: it's uh So, but it was something like, you know, I I started drinking pretty young. I I think it was probably around 11 uh, because I had some older cousins. We used to go to Derek Liquor's down there off of Niles. Yeah. I remember I'd go in there and it was like 89 cents for like a King Cobra 40. I just put my dollar (laughs) up there and the guy's like, there you go. (laughs) You know? And, uh, but dude, it was, it was awesome, you know, and then, uh, but man, fast forward high school, all that stuff. It was just, dude, the the stories are, are they're great. They're funny, man. And then, and then you get out of high school and right. responsibilities start coming along. And then there's not, the the funny stories aren't as much as they used to be. And there's right. like trouble that comes along. And, and <laughs> when you get married and have kids then, and there's responsibilities and it just gets, uh, you know, I got to a point I couldn't stop. Like, even when I was like, I didn't want to do this anymore. Right. And it just you know and then for me there's there's drugs drugs are part of my story I right. like uh 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 I got ADD which I didn't really know through high school all that like my <laughs> wife eventually goes we need to go because <laughs> you got it like she's that, I'm a teacher and she's <laughs> like I see you guys all the time you know
0: you know it's funny I have AD hey how you doing yeah <laughs> dude.
1: <laughs> yeah dude so like I I dude I I got into meth dude like and it was great like but I noticed I kind of had a different reaction to it yeah. than with other people. Like I'd be doing it with people, and they're like, "Let's go out, do This and I was like, "Nah, I'm I'm gonna go home and play Tetris for a couple of days by myself." wow, oh, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Just... And yeah, so man. it calmed me down to a, to an extent. I didn't like being around people. It did the exact opposite of what I made you me.
0: geeking out. Oh you... yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yep.
1: I'll just stay home. I don't need to leave my house. You know,
0: go do math problems on the board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Google hunting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh, so, dude, it, it got to the point, but then, like, you know, me. So and you're my like wife... Goodwill hunting, but with drugs, yes, <laughs> yeah. alcohol. Okay,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> not as sharp, but you know. <laughs> but yeah, dude, it just got to a point where you know me and my wife had got together and. Dude, I remember I was like, okay, cool. Like this, like I've been in love with my wife since eighth grade. Yeah, like, I know. You've always not, talked about she it. She doesn't it? have that same story. Who's <laughs> Joe
0: <her. laughs> <laughs> 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 Daniels? Yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, with that, you ended up, uh, I remember getting with her and I'm just like, okay, all oh, this needs to stop. And I couldn't, just couldn't stop, you know? And man, I would try everything under the sun. I, I even, dude, I even, uh, failed a drug test where I worked. <laughs> had yeah. to go to rehab and i was like man this isn't this isn't for me right uh, and so i just need to just need to stop doing drugs i can keep drinking you know yeah yeah and so anyway fast forward dude to uh, to uh 2016 and i've had i've already set all these deadlines uh, of when i'm gonna stop and move forward and, and i dude, I, I blow past every one of them yeah and i just remember i finally got to i'm not a big church going guy you know i'm i right. I, uh, I didn't grow up going to church uh but I do believe there's something bigger out there. And I remember dude sitting on my couch just being like, God, I, I need your help. Like I'm I'm done with this. I can't do this anymore. And I'm like, I'm I'm telling my wife I gotta, I gotta go to rehab. I can't do this. Yeah. And so You tried uh, to
0: do it on your own and it was yeah, just too much. Hundreds
1: of times. Yeah. Hundreds of times, you know? And it just, it just it couldn't. So Signed up for a like a thirty day program. I remember being online, like, cause I was like, I don't, I don't want to do no like twelve step program stuff, like them, right. them kind of cultish people, you know. Right. And, uh, and so, dude, I looked for this rehab that said not all the way, uh, twelve step program, you know. And I'm like, I just want to do some yoga, you know, do a little <laughs> therapy and get back to life, right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, dude, they bamboozled me, dude. We we went to meetings every night, and <laughs> you know, so but I remember I was like, all right, this whole twelve step stuff, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it. I'm going to like, dude, I totally went into it to prove how it ain't going to work for me, you know? Wow. Well,
0: yeah. He went in there.
1: Yeah. And so like, uh, I was already in that rehab about a week and finally I went, okay, I'm going to, uh, and do for whatever reason, I gave myself this one rule and I stuck with it. And that was, I'm going to try this whole 12 step thing. I'm going to do everything they say I suggest, but as soon as it ain't working, yeah. Cause prove, it, ain't going to work. Prove them wrong. But dude, <laughs> yeah. The only thing is, is like, I had to, Oh, the, so the one rule was. I had to be honest with myself. Right. And that was, if this 12 step thing isn't working, am I really doing what they're telling me to do? Right. And if I'm doing everything like they say, and it ain't working cool. And dude, I can never, whenever it was going to shit, like I, if I really sat down and went, Hey, am I really doing what they have been telling me to do? And it's just like, no, nah, I'm not. And so I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't quit on it. And I would go back at it and dude, it just, it just worked throughout the years. And, uh, you know, you start accumulating time and, uh, and then you get to a point, I remember when I was getting up to like one year of sobriety, man, like my, my head was going a little weird that week up to it. Right. And it was like, cause dude, there's, there's an alcoholic, and addict that lives in me, dude. And, mm-hmm. and it was like, uh, I'm the alcoholic in me. was like, okay, uh, we played this game too long. Let's go get a drink. You're about to get a year here and that you're kind of committing to this whole sobriety thing. Let's not do that. You right, know? Right. And dude, it was, it was a f- weird time for me. And so, but anyway, I got the year and I kept doing what I'm doing. I, I, I got a, a a group of men around me that, you know, lot, some of them have lots of uh, done this a lot longer than I have. Right. And I got guys I can reach out to. And, dude, a lot of guys that understand the craziness uh, that goes on in that alcoholic head of just like, uh, I love it, man. I can call them and tell them I'm crazy, and they're just like, hell yeah, I get it.
0: Yeah, I no, <laughs> You know,
1: the the big thing is, though, is uh, what I've learned to do, and I'm still learning to, to do is, when everything's all screwed up, you know, mm-hmm. man, I was before I, before I got sober, dude, this finger, man, would get worn out with all the pointing of the reasons why everything's jacked Ooh, up. Oh, I love that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> and when you, they tell you, you gotta, you gotta figure you out, you know? Right. And it's like, you, you have a, for me, I have a part, anytime I'm bent out of shape, I have some role in it, some way, shape, or form. Right. I may not be the whole reason for it, but there's something. thing. Yeah. And I remember, so I'll tell you I tell you this story when I was down to rehab. This was, <laughs> so, dude, we sit down for this group meeting, right? And it's like this 80-year-old lady, <clears throat> little frail lady. She comes into this little group. And she goes, I want you guys to write down, uh, tell me something that makes you mad, something that, you know, they, you know I was like, oh, I've got one. I, you know, so I said, yeah. I got one for her, you know? Everybody's going to agree with me on this. Yeah. And so I put, I wrote out when I hold the door open for someone and they don't say thank you, you know? And she's like, well, how do you feel? I go, I want to drag them back to that door. You know, because
2: <laughs> and she goes, oh
1: yeah, yeah. And dude, she goes, she goes, so here's the solution to that problem. And I'm like, okay. She goes, stop holding doors open for people. Cause you can't handle it. It's, it's too much for you. And I go,
3: <laughs> oh my God. and I was like, bitch,
1: <laughs> you know? And I'm like, and she goes, cause you're not opening a door to be nice. She goes, you're opening a door, and for validation. And she goes, you. When they say thank you, it validates you. You did something good, and you feel good about yourself. But when they don't, you can't handle it. She goes, so just so stop doing that, honey, because it's just too much for you.
0: Wow, oh, and was that like, is a grand slam Dude, home run. Mentally. I've never been punked like that in my life.
1: Like, <laughs> and so, but I listened to what she said, and I couldn't argue it. And I was like, I didn't want to believe that. That what? Yeah. Like that's, you know. She just called me a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so, dude, it's just like that stuck with me though. Where I was like, man, there's some truth to what she's saying because yeah. it does make me feel good when they say thank you. You didn't want her you. to
0: wear that t-shirt. No, dude. Yeah, dude. And
1: so, and it's funny now. So, like, if I'm somewhere and I open a door open, and someone's with me, maybe they don't say thank you. That person didn't say that's all right. Sorry, right. don't worry <laughs> it's about okay. it. Yeah, I can yeah, handle yes. this. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I can <laughs> Okay. <So, laughs>
0: And so your white knuckle like, on the steering wheel. Two- yeah,
3: it's okay. It's okay.
0: Now you're mad at two people. They didn't yeah. say thank you yeah. and her.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, dude, but something as simple as that. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, man, I knew I could be mad at that. I was justified. I wasn't. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's just little stuff like that. Looking at your part, man. And uh, typically people I'm mad at, you know, I've I have put these unrealistic expectations on this person like you know it's like this guy is a piece of shit all the time right? right right and then he ends up being a piece of shit to me and i'm pissed about it right why did i expect him not to be a piece of shit to me when he's a piece of shit to everyone exactly you know and yes. so you got to look at people and go okay that's just that's that you're getting what you get right. don't expect anything different right now Remembering that all the time is a little tough. Yeah, but.
0: I come at people with sympathy and empathy. Like I feel like I know myself well enough. How was anybody how am I gonna let somebody else get into what I've built for myself, all my awareness I've built? You know, if they come at me talking crap, then they're probably projecting something that's going on wrong with their day or their life. And I feel sympathy for them, you know. So Dude, and that's a a, a great place to get. Right. You know, and some, some days I'm there.
2: Some,
3: some days <laughs> right. I, you know, we're working. all
0: not perfect. We're all trying to figure this shit out. Sometimes act like we know what we're doing, but we're all trying to just get better every day and be happy and peaceful. You and know? dude,
1: and that's the thing, man, I'm, I'm 42. And I'm just now starting to figure out how to live life. You know? Right. Uh, I was very immature and uh, just, just didn't really know how to handle things. You know, anger, man, you know, to find out anger is a, yeah. a is derived from fear you're you're yeah yeah when you're when you're mad you're you're afraid of something right you know yeah. and it's just like what right oh no, you know and so but like that for and that's for me you know yeah and uh it, it's like man that's been 100 percent true like uh i'm usually mad because something's not going my way right and, and now i got to adjust and i don't want to because whatever you yeah know?
0: exactly man and so um uh, do you have like, you have a saying or word that you stick to or some type of question that you ask yourself whenever you want to slip up or, you know, something that keeps you back on track or do you call somebody like so, a men- mentor or something? Yeah, I call people.
1: Uh, it was funny, like right, right after I got a one year of sobriety, I remember uh, a guy pulled me aside and was like, you know, he had a lot of time and he goes, why well, are you sober today? And uh, and I go, oh, well, he goes, he goes, he, he goes, I go, well, I'm, because it's got my wife and i got my he goes i got i got that you got sober you know before for all these reasons whatever they are but why are you sober now because you ain't drinking you ain't doing drugs you everything is going smooth so why what is keeping you sober now and my answer to him was i don't know because I, right. I didn't know at that time and then he i got to learn that you know the reasons why you do things you know tend to tend to change right you know and uh and so uh, I think I kind of rambled on. What was your question? I kind of, sorry about that. No.
0: Do you have a question that brings you, sets you back on track, you know? Um, whenever you start thinking bad or you're, you know, you're by yourself or you're, I don't know, you want to, you want to, I think you're past that now, but di- like in the beginning stages when you wanted to go get a drink right? or you wanted to slip up and, uh, you probably had the opportunity to, you know, how did you not do it?
1: Uh, reached out. I, I called people that, uh, that the guys I've, I, that are around me that have been sober for a long time and i call them and go hey man this is this is what i want to do right and they go you know and then they can start asking you uh questions of like the, the why what's going on what's yes. this and that and then go okay let's let's play that out so for me that was a big one too uh was playing out the next 24 hours right okay if you want to drink or do drugs or whatever cool let's play out the next 24 hours right and dude it was never good like you know and so <laughs> hey, that's good yeah and so you can you know, going and getting that beer or whatever, whatever your vice is, you know, that first hour is going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe even a couple hours, but dude, the next 24. ain't Right.
0: You know, chances are next morning's not, if you go go to sleep. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, dude. And it was just like, and then for me, like it was all, it was dude, it was, it was go to work, drinks, beers, go to bed, go to work, drinks, beers, go to bed, you know? And it's just, dude, it's just, and all of a sudden, man, time's just going by you do your, your life is going by and you're not, you're just existing. You're
0: not doing anything. It's like that movie Click, huh? With Adam yeah. Sandler. yeah. You're just
1: fast-forwarding. Yeah. You know?
0: So uh, did you have like a check engine light on your body? Did you ever feel like, hey, shoot, I'm going to die doing this?
1: No, I didn't. I would have. I mean, I've, after looking back now, and I do remember, you know, because I would, you know, I would drink cans of beer. And I remember like going out to the recycling bin, dude, and it's just – hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of cans and i remember thinking to myself my my liver filtered every every one of those yeah you know like and so you know uh i, I quit just in time that uh if there are going to be any issues they're not going to be you know i didn't stop because i started having health issues oh right you, well, you know yeah, that's,
0: that's great
1: yeah and there's there's guys that have gotten health issues and then being able to to, to stop doing it and to, you know <laughs> The body's an amazing thing, dude. You (laughs) can run it hard. So luckily for me, there wasn't any health issues. It was relationship issues. Uh, You know, I was, I was on the verge of losing my marriage or, or my job. Right. And if, if, if I would have lost one, the other one was going to go. And then if they both would have been gone, I just don't think it was in me to go, well, I better get better now. Right now. i I'm, the way my mind thinks it was, well, now I got nothing to lose. So let's, you yeah. Know. So how,
0: how many times did you try to quit on your own? I'd say yeah. hundreds. Hundreds uh, of times. Yeah, hundreds. Yeah. Every, uh, every, every Monday?
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. Monday was always a marker, you know. Do you if, love Mondays now? Dude, they're less stressful because I don't have to worry about a drug test or alcohol test. <laughs> like, dude, like, you know, and like, dude, I don't miss that. It was a, That was, I remember being, heading to work Mondays, man, just being like, God, you know, like, why? Right. I remember being in the mirror, dude, more than once and just going what the fuck is wrong with you right. like like why you got you got a great job you got wife you got a kids you got you know if from the outside you know everything looks great and it's just like why are you why can you not stop doing this right and uh why was it alcoholic man this yeah there's just i the way i explained it man there's there's people in this world there there's people that's born with regulators <laughs> and there's people that's born with switches and I got to switch, dude. And once it's on, it's. It, <laughs> I she she it. Yeah, she, she don't stop till the breaker blows, you know. <laughs> and so, and but some people like my wife. She can she can order a glass of wine at dinner and drink half of it, and then it just sits there. And due to this day, I can still sit there and go. <laughs> Not gonna finish that, huh? <laughs> Leave a soldier behind. I'm yeah, like, wow. Nobody leaves a soldier yeah, behind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just like. It's a weird thing for me. I could, like, I, stuff I still notice, dude, where it's just like, hmm, I can't do that. Yeah, I hear you there. Yeah, I just had a buddy at work, a couple guys at work go, hey, man, like, if you could go have a beer, like, if your wife signed off on it. I think that was the way you phrased it. Oh, see, that's
0: the outside influence right there. Yeah, because if your
1: wife signed off on it, like, would you go have a beer? And I went, nah, dude, like, I just, I just can't. Like, though, I go, two things are going to happen. One of two things. One, I'm going to go out and have a couple beers and everything's going to be okay which is going to be probably one of the worst things for me. Right. And I said, or oh, I'm gonna go going to go out good. and yeah. it's all going to go to shit, you know, because I, in my head, there's also that, well, I just threw away six years of sobriety. Yeah. So now I'm going to really tie it off, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so for me, it's just like, it's, it's easier to stay sober than get sober. And so it's just like, there's just a lot of, uh, this is just an easier life, man. Right. <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to go back to that. Uh, uh, being in my living room. And I remember just that hopelessness and, and just fuck, I can't do this. Right. Uh, so, uh, and like I said, man, I had great times, dude. I look back on it and I don't regret it. Yeah. Again, dude, I have an ability to talk to my kids now, right. you know, my son's 14 going to be going into uh high school. Right. So, And dude, I just have a, uh, I'm comfortable talking about drugs and alcohol to my son. That's was, awesome. You know? Yeah. And so. And I don't, I just let him know what it is, man. I, I I told him, dude, like, look around at your friends, dude. I go, you're probably going to lose one of them. Right. And I said, dude, and I said another thing now, I was like, you kids your age got to worry about a little thing called fentanyl. And I go, that shit wasn't out there, dude, when I was younger, you know? Right. And so I told my son, I go, dude, just know, I said, you're going to get offered something. Yeah. Take a smoke of this, take this pill, drink this. I go, it's just going to happen. Yeah. It just is. And I go, dude, just know you may watch someone Hit that, drink that, take that pill and be okay. But you don't know their tolerance. You don't even know if it's the same batch of pills or or whatever. Right. And I go, you could die, dude. I go, you could die. And I try to show them stuff on TV when they start talking about fentanyl, because yeah. that scares the shit out of me. It really does.
0: It's number one right now, freaking killers, man. Teenagers dude. and adults everywhere. I've known I've known twelve people right now that's passed away from fentanyl in the last two years. So Wow, dude. Yeah. Crazy.
1: It is, man. That's uh that's scary. My stepbrother
0: it- Ryan passed away about Six months ago, yeah it's got a I'm bad sorry batch. to hear that man yeah it's uh it's just crazy, you gotta you gotta be careful yep, I
1: mean. yeah, and so it's uh so that's one of the things I'm grateful for man is it is my experience because right. I, I get to it doesn't bother me talking to it, uh, with my kids about it and uh and I hope and I'm pretty sure that they would come to me with any questions and all that yeah oh you know?
0: so, yeah, well, yeah so Kim, you, you love your life you've you've got her oh dude, yes angel. <laughs> yeah. uh, dude, I, so you're a salesman too oh dude absolutely
1: dude i remember i was looking in the mirror and i was looking at her and i go why'd you why'd
0: you give up like, this is, like, this is what you, like, why'd you give up on your dreams <laughs> yeah, <I was> like,
1: <laughs> that's so, great yeah dude she's been and that and i'm sober because of her because right she, dude something bigger than you like i go to on. rehab and i get home and she's taking all the liquor out of the house, this and that. And then she doesn't drink, you know, for yeah. at least the first year. And right. I'm just like, it was a lot cheaper the way you did it. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just, exactly. Just stopped huh? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and yeah. so, but dude, her support, uh, uh, you know, like I said, I can, I got into bike riding, you know, yeah. and, and, and that takes up a lot of time, but yeah, but there's times you'd like, if that's my outlet, you know, right, and yeah, so Exactly. Yeah. if I start working too much and I ain't riding, dude, there's yeah. times I'll like, I'll get home and she'll be like, how about you? How about you hop on that bike? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. See
0: a wife and two kids. Yep. 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 I got a 14 year old son and an 11 year old daughter yes right on man. yeah it's awesome dude you're being a good role model right now man
1: uh, dude yeah and i was uh you know so so they were seven and five you know when i when i got sober if that math was right but uh uh uh, yeah i remember my daughter coming up and asking me like why you why do you drink all those blue cans yeah you know, and it's just like so. Even though they didn't know, they they noticed something right. was so up. So you're a Bud Light drinker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah I know.
0: My dad worked, for, or stepdad worked for Anheuser Busch for 32 that. years. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I know. I was the guy bringing two <laughs> liters to school. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. I definitely. Yeah, I've considered a quite a, a lot of Mondays, <laughs> Quite <Yeah>. as well. <laughs> dude. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, but dude, I want you to explain the uh, the pr- the progression of like start drinking at 11 and then when did drugs come into play and then you know how did the whole storyline play out of uh uh so
1: yeah start drinking i had uh three older cousins they're all five years older than me and uh i didn't have any brothers or sisters growing up so uh that's what we would do and uh I, i enjoyed it it was fun and uh so drugs got came in at 17 when i was in high school so i was probably a senior i'm guessing you know right and what drug was that if you don't what's that what drugs were that uh meth, meth. so i tried that before anything it really yeah
0: oh you gotta write to the hard stuff yeah well. so, you know <laughs> i
1: remember i tried weed i'm like you guys this is lame yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you
2: guys all hyping up
1: right yes yeah and so and then that was uh uh man it was very recreational for a long time and and then it, but it wasn't a problem it it turned into one right yeah but it wasn't just right out the gate a problem
0: yeah because i met you i remember just drinking with you i don't remember us doing anything like that probably in my
1: probably in my early 20s is when it uh 2003 uh i remember that was a time it was just really bad and that's when me and my wife got together and i knew that had to stop right i couldn't and so it was that so that then it was a problem right Right. and then uh dude it, it stayed a problem uh along and drinking was always there like yeah that was always a right it was always we around. drank a lot together but yeah. I remember in 2009 I think it was uh my wife was like god damn you you, you got ADD like you just you know and yeah. so we need to you need to go talk to someone and so I remember going and uh talking to this guy and uh, uh and me and my wife were there and they had they give us this questionnaire right yeah and it's like fill out you answer it, and then she's gonna answer it for me also like oh, she has gosh. the same sheet you know and I remember just one of the questions was are you sensitive to noise? i like, no, nah, I mean I work around jackhammers and, you know, I got stereos and all that, that, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I answered, no, I'm not sensitive. And so when he got to that question, my wife goes, are you, are you serious right now? Like you're, you're, and I go, what? I go. I go, you know, she goes, she goes. Two nights ago, there was a bush tapping on the window, and you were in your underwear out in the front yard cutting the bushes because like you couldn't handle the tapping on the window. And I went, I went, oh, like the little noises,
3: yeah, the, back and the little ones, jackhammers
1: cool, yeah, so, wind uh, chimes like, no. So there was a lot of questions like that where it's just like, and so anyway, they prescribed me uh some AD thing, it wasn't Adderall or some other thing like Concerto or something, but. Uh, but I remember once I started taking that, I, I was able to get off the drugs. Mm. So there was definitely some self-medication that was going on up at that point, you nice, know? Yeah. And then dude, for whatever reason, I just felt like that medication made me feel weird. And so I stopped taking it and eventually dude, an opportunity came up to do drugs again. And it started out just like it did recreational for a long time mm-hmm. until it wasn't right. And, and said, so, that that is, uh, uh, but I, I, and I remember I had failed a, a drug test at work in 2006 and they, they send you to a rehab and whatnot. And I did that. And I didn't want to be there, man. Like I wasn't, I wasn't ready, to, I was ready to quit doing drugs. But I wasn't ready to stop drinking. Yeah, and sure. they, they didn't understand that there. Right. <laughs> of how we just need to work on this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, uh, I didn't understand well, what wh- needed to happen.
0: Yeah, I read a book called Atomic Habits and it's called Habit Stacking. And when you drink, you know, and then you add drugs on it, it kind of goes hand in hand. Once you start mm-hmm. drinking, you have to have your habits stacked. Yes. It's a habit you create of drinking, then drugs. Yes. So you can't, if you want to quit doing drugs, you got to quit drinking. Cut out the middleman. And then. That was,
1: that was exactly what I had to do. And I had problems with alcohol too, where, you know, uh, and my wife, and this is one of the things where I look back and just, she knew like whenever I'd get home and a beer would get in my hand, you know? The problem was she knew a storm was coming and just she just didn't know how big it would be. So her demeanor would change, and I would see her demeanor change. That would irritate me, and then I would just pick a fight. So then I could just go down to the bar, right? You know, what was your bar of choice? Uh, Sports and spirits. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't force me to do anything. Uh, (laughs) This is not a sponsored event. Don't (laughs) worry.
0: (laughs) I am supporting local businesses, but not. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: they were great. They had no idea.
0: So far, we got the poorhouse. We're we're support. (laughs) We
1: support them though, still. (laughs) Yeah, dude, and so. You know, and, that was, and looking back as a husband, you know, to know that that was my, my wife had to come home to her home and had to walk on eggshells in mm-hmm. her own home. Like she couldn't be comfortable in her own home. Uh, that bothers me, you know, and, uh, you know, I've talked to her about it since. And just like, uh, uh, there's this stuff like that, that you don't think of uh, when you're, when you're in the middle of what you're doing. I ain't hurt nobody right just having some beers it, yeah and in fact nobody else you know so that was my attitude with a lot of that and uh uh but it does man it affects right. a lot of people um yeah you know and it also hurts a lot of people do a lot of people care about us believe it or not yeah exactly know? and don't ever under, underestimate who will who will miss you yeah, yeah exactly yeah i dude i and i just had a uh a, a coworker uh uh killed himself a couple weeks ago and uh he was a younger guy man dude hard worker hard worker and uh i probably haven't even seen him in a couple of years he would he would work out of town and uh when i heard the news man it was just that was tough to hear and yeah. i'm like and man that guy had no idea how many and dude i've reached out to people that we've all worked with him and a lot of good stories of that guy and yeah. it's just like uh i don't think that guy had any idea how many people loved him yeah and, it's uh, a
0: shame you know i if you just think of the phrase, this too shall pass, you know, I don't know hmm. about mental illness. You know, I can't touch on that. I don't know what he's going through, but man, if you just wait it out, you know, just wait it out a day or two, you know, yeah. and seek out for some help and yep. have, having a good mentor, man, is so crucial in life. Well, and I someone to call.
1: Yeah. And I think, I think our generation is getting better, but I think the generation prior to uh, prior to us, like we're in this transition of, of being a man. You know, you don't mm-hmm. talk about your feelings, you know, you just tough it up and you get through it. And it's like, man, that's not the most healthiest thing. Exactly. Uh, you know, and, uh, uh, I, I try to get my kids to talk about what they're feeling at times. Uh, my son's chill. He's, he's got my wife's team when it comes to getting, r- you know, yeah. riled up about stuff, which is, you know, uh, my daughter's like me. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm able to like, Hey, you know, tell me how you're feeling, like, yes. you know? And she's able to be honest with me and and say some crazy stuff at times and we get to laugh about it. And I go, cool. Yeah. I know you feel like that. I get it, but you know, dude. Yeah. yeah. I talked
0: about this fan. I was like, I changed my life. I had to write this thing on my, why find my why someone asked me and I started writing it down and like, it freaking took me, I started off like, you know, this perfect story. Then all of a sudden, like I had so many questions and I was like, man, maybe I just blocked out a lot of stuff in my childhood. And I started reaching out and asking questions and then, it just got to where I started, uh, you know, learning about my childhood. And then I started getting where I had to eventually open up and talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that's a similar uh, way that you did, like going into AA and just having to unmask all your manliness and your and just being vulnerable and open. And that's when you start like being free as a man. And once you could tell your story comfortably after a while, that's when you start, you know, being comfortable in life and start progressing. Right. That That's my, my take on it, you know?
1: yeah dude it's uh
0: uh it's i just went blank
1: yeah see what that happens at times. <laughs> yeah
0: so, yeah it,
1: it it's interesting dude like getting into just just moving forward and 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 dealing with dealing with your feelings and emotions yeah right? you're not right. you're not taught that young at least a lot of people aren't it's not taught in school you know and <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. uh our parents yeah for yeah, sure yeah and there's yeah. just and, and and mind you there's nothing against my parents they 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 shared their knowledge you know and there's just there's just more knowledge now and uh and i think there is a a a bit of grit that's important to have in life Mm -hmm. you know uh but you also need to be able to to express yourself in a in a productive manner i'll say you know because i'm i'm really good at doing it in an unproductive manner (laughs) you know and so trying to man i i catch myself all the time dude where I'll be on a job and it ain't going the way I think it should, and I'm getting I'm getting wound up.
2: Yeah, and I'll sure. look
1: around and I'm like, I'm the only guy pissed off right now.
2: Exactly.
0: You know? Yeah. It's like so.
2: It's,
1: it's got to be you. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> let's
0: just take it take it back a little bit. Yeah, man. Through my journey, I found out like what works for me. How do I how do I become the best version of myself? You know. So yeah, I became up with my five pillars. You know, after watching the movie Chasing Mavericks, you know, um, Frosty says, you know, you got to work on your four solid pillars to become a, a, a man. And I I didn't think about it until years later. Mm. But it's mental mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. And um working on those four pillars, and then I added financial because I've always been good at making money, but I just blew it on stupid right. stuff. And then if your finances are bad, it's gonna mess with you. And if you're you're in debt to your eyeballs, it's gonna mess with you. And so you have to go through that phase of life too, hopefully. So
1: dude, that was a that's a big one too. And it's funny how like boy, my bank account looks a lot different since I quit drinking you know and i had no idea dude how much money i was spending on, on you know and uh i look back and i got into i got into listening to the dave ramsey podcast a lot you Yeah, know exactly. and, yeah. and so dude it just uh i don't follow it to a t but man it's helped me out yeah exactly lot, this, you know? it,
0: this part is added to your pillar list and just try to learn how money works it's it's really beneficial
1: yeah <laughs> and the mental but like talking about the mental aspect of it too uh being able to uh uh, that mental health, riding the bike, man. Yeah, that dude, that does that. That benefited me way more than I ever thought it would. Like, right? Uh, I, yeah. I used to ride BMX bikes as a kid. You yeah, know? I remember. Yeah. yeah. Was it was it the I remember what I was had that, a huff, What was that bike you had? I had a
0: huffy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always bring it up. I probably it like three times now about my huffy. Everyone had <laughs> Haros and pegs on there. Yeah, the Royal Union? Didn't you have a bike? I what was that bike? Was. Do you <laughs> remember <laughs> that? It the red and silver one? Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> <laughs> so always like had good tires on it, though.
1: But I was like riding bikes and I just, dude, I didn't do that anymore, you know? And uh so I was I ended up so I went to Malibu very glad I got into that freaking rehab. But anyway, I was there for like 24 days and they sent me over to this, uh, sober living in, uh, near, near Culver city, south of Beverly Hills, north of Culver city. There's this little pocket there. Right. And, uh, dude, nightmare. I had my bike down there and, uh, I just started riding, riding down there. You know, yeah. it wasn't even a road bike, just a mountain bike. that had some, you know, just a basic bike. And, uh, but dude, it was cool. I enjoyed getting out and, uh, uh, you just rode 131
0: miles the yeah, right? yeah. Yesterday or uh, Saturday, yeah. With uh, John Cunningham, right? Yeah, dude. That's yeah. cool. John's an awesome, dude. Man, he's very successful as well. Dude. His business is taken off. You know, kudos to you, man. It looks it's yeah. Awesome he's business.
1: dude. That guy's uh, uh, he's always been a hard worker. Uh, I've always been. Uh, I watch how he walks through stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and he just has an ability to, to it is what it is, and you can only do what you can do, you know. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I wish I could get a little more of that you know yeah and so uh
0: but yeah so i run around with him still quite a bit and yeah that there's a whole click out there man of, of uh you can't call them bikers <laughs> cyclists <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so i came up with uh what is it bicycle enthusiasts extraordinary yeah. extraordinaires <laughs> well, dude, it,
1: you know and it's funny dude because like you start getting into it so i started riding just a mountain bike and i remember i used to do when i got back home i would do this it was like seven and a half mile loop and I remember, I think the first time I did it, I had to stop like three times to catch my breath, and yeah. it was just like it was horrible, you yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but I enjoyed getting out. There was something like you get home and just feel like you accomplished something. Like you got a little stress relief. Yes. And so, uh, and then just from there, man, I like, mean, and I would just do. I'd be in basketball shorts, at the tank top, right, right. It's high road, right. And so there's this app called Strava you know, and you yeah. can keep track of your running or your biking and all that stuff. And people make segments and it'll tell you how fast you got through that segment and where you places with Ooh, everybody else. And then you start yeah. getting competitive with yourself. Used to be beers. How many beers can we yeah. drink?
0: Now it's how many miles we ride right. Right? and how fast <laughs> we can get it done. yeah.
1: Dude, <laughs> And it's just like, and so it's just gone from there. And, uh, I, uh, uh, I, I, i got a road bike you know and so you have those
0: underwear those underwear padded underwear okay
2: (laughs) so dude dude, you
1: start riding man and it's just like now you're trying to get faster
0: right i got a giant i've been trying to creep in with her i can't keep up with you guys but i'm trying to creep in the game yeah dude
1: and so i gained like a mile mile and a half an hour average going to those suits dude and i'm like i'm sold let's do it (laughs) and so like right now man like you know uh we got this there's a there's a race coming up on the 14th it's that like it's hard to call the East versus West. There's a lot of guys live on the East side of town, West side of town. We all run into each other. It's still going on the East it, versus West. It, pretty much. on <laughs> 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 the No, bike. everyone sober. Yeah. Riding bicycles. <laughs> well, <laughs> Way different
0: than <laughs> back in <laughs> <of> the day. <laughs> yeah.
1: And so it's just like getting into that.
0: It, it, we're we're uh, I forgot what was going with that, but anyway. No. Um, have you seen? Uh, I started getting into bicycling a little bit. And uh, my wife showed me a bunch of funny pictures. You know, she always tried to make fun of me, whatever I'm doing. And she had some glow-in-the-dark testicles that swing <laughs> on the back of the bicycle seat. Have you seen those?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, not too arrow. Not too arrow.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they blink. They flash, you know. Oh, dude. <laughs> They're a pretty good safety feature.
1: Yeah. It's dude. It's funny. You get out there and there's like aerodynamics of biking with something I just thought was bullshit. You know? Right. And it's like, dude, you get out there. And I'm all into it now, man. Car- Got to get that carbon fiber wheels. Dude, riding 131 miles is a lot. Dude, it was uh, it was definitely. Uh, I-, I worked my way up to it. So, a couple years ago, John had talked me into going riding at the coast. For like, it was like a 90 mile ride. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't ready for that one. And uh, I remember I was like halfway through, dude, my legs were cramping, and it was it was miserable. So. Yeah. Uh, but then we just started doing these longer rides around town and all that stuff, and I'm like, dude, I think we can make it make it to the beach oh yeah and there's and there's guys that have all done it before right you know and so dude it just worked out weather was perfect and uh uh dude it was awesome man rolling into Morro bay dude there's the rock and you're just
0: like dang, dude we did it you know wow and then do you have to ride back no i'm like kids (laughs) drive over (laughs) i'll tell you a quick story man Uh, so i was like i'm gonna do this i'm getting into this so it was like four in the morning i woke up found jesus (laughs) Uh i'm getting my bike i'm gonna ride for jesus today so i uh I rode from my house on Mohawk and Rosedale and I got in the trucks and trail and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go to Enos Lane. I've seen yeah. some people go that way. So I think it's like 20 miles, I'm saying something like that. And I did it. I made it all the way. And I realized my kid has a baseball game at eight and it's six, 15. <laughs> and i was like, oh getting. shit. <laughs> so I start hauling back. My legs are dead. And I'm puffing. I'm puffing, <laughs> And people are worried about me. And it's like people are running next to me trying to hand me water. <laughs> and I had to walk a lot, a power walking with my bike. But dude I, I made it back and uh I was sore for like a week. It's a as a struggle. Well dude, it's yeah and it's crazy man like uh you think that like
1: so I, I ride all the time I'm like okay cool I'm gonna, I'm going to go to the gym do a little workout, you know? Legs are strong workout my legs all the time. Totally different. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And uh it's and then when you get older, you know, like man like the, you know, you used to go to the gym, be sore the next day. Cool, you could roll the day after that. Right, yeah, that's
0: about a three, four day deal where you're, you know, hurting. Yeah. Uh, so that's good. You got it. you were addicted. Now you're addicted to something very positive and healthy. And so, dude, yeah, and it's, it's the a same great outlet. Yeah,
1: it's the same stuff, dude. It, it's uh, uh, it's it's a healthier outlet. I I told John when we were riding over, I go, dude, like, you know, yeah, it's like we're still doing stupid shit. That, yeah. <laughs> We're just you
0: know, we just can't get in trouble for this. Yeah. <laughs> so uh man, I, I called Thomas Rice for this. Oh nice. Dude. <laughs> you know, I want to ask you, have you grown up yet at all from what you know back in the days? <laughs> yeah. Not that much, dude, but yeah. tell right now. Uh, you had a bunch of stories do. Dude, know. you you want it.
1: <laughs> watch something funny yeah is, is watch him with his kids because his kid it's, it's just a mini version of him and watching tom run around yeah all he does is tell that kid no and that kid just doesn't listen. To him. Yeah. And dude and it is hilarious to watch dude yeah. like, he'll, he'll take him over to the park by my house sometimes and we'll meet
0: him over there dude and we just laugh because he's just that's awesome he gives man. thomas run for his money i remember both you guys yeah being around you guys is freaking hilarious but dude i'm proud of you man definitely for being six years sober thanks man so proud of you I'm also proud of you, of being a stand-up comedian, dude. That takes some cojones to do. I've always wanted to try it, man. And I wanted Corey Chappelle, those on here. Dude, yeah. I mean, how funny is Corey? You're freaking hilarious, man. Uh, what was it take? I mean, tell us the story and uh, so how so, cool it is. So, getting sober. Uh, so, there's always these things
1: I wanted to try. But I wouldn't do it because I, I was just drinking. It just, it just wasn't going to happen. So, I kind of was like, all right, well, I just want to try that. And so, I found this... Uh, uh, there's a guy put on a in Santa Monica, you know, do stand up comedy, and I would drive down there every Saturday for like five, six weeks. Yeah. And then like they, it, it teaches you like just the, uh, the more in depth of what comedy is and how you know, and just writing jokes and and stuff like that. So, uh,
0: so like a class training class?
1: It was a class, and then at the finale was you would go to the Hollywood Improv and you would do a five minute, five minute they deal. Graduate right? the class yep. pretty much. Yeah. Wow, I didn't and know so, that. Yeah. And so, dude, I I was doing that, and uh, it was cool, man, but it's like, (laughs) you know, and I remember uh, this is uh, – so I wrote this joke, and it was just like, I'm like (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> it was stupid dude It was about A sheep's pussy And I was like It's gonna be the funny And I'm like I told the guys at work And they were rolling Like it was funny
0: I'm like It's gonna be great What joke is I wanna it's hear a, it a Dude I don't remember It out all right now <laughs> okay, like, But I, I'll tell you right can now Can we put your uh, Comedy show at the end of this Your stand up yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll have to find it. It's on my. Own I phone. got it. Do you? Thomas
1: oh. sent, it, sent it to me. Shit! <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I gotta find but it. Yeah, I'm getting, <laughs> Yeah. Just, you know?
1: So, dude, I remember. I, and so, you would go down to this class, and and like everybody's from that area. A little, a little different, you know. Yeah. Not the guys at work. <laughs> and so, dude, I and that was the only thing I worked on that week, and I had no revert. And so, dude, I start telling the class, and the people are just like disgusted with what I'm saying, <laughs> and i'm like like they're not getting the funny <laughs> like, dude. and so dude it was horrible right it was just like and like oh it was bad so but we end up uh so we go through the class and now you got to do the the five minutes and just like everything i worked on in that class i just threw in the trash and just, started, like, just like and i oh, i was a train wreck dude trying to like you know figure it out and so i i i came up with whatever i had and uh uh, and, and so we get down there and I think it's like a, a Monday night or whatever. But, uh, anyway, do we get down there and there's like, he had two classes. So there's only like f- six people, probably in my class was like six and the other one. Well, then they combine them and they, you know, so yeah. I'm like, dude, just give me like the first or second spot, get in, get in there. Out of there, get out of there. Cause dude the nerves were just through the roof. Like I was like, eh, we, could, <laughs> we could just leave like, like LA. It's like they'll never, people would rather, uh, freaking die. They oh, go dude. public speak. Yeah. It was bad. And so boom, they throw the list down and I'm the last guy dude to go. Uh, and I'm like, fuck, I got to sit through this whole thing. And it was just like, uh, and then they're like, you're the headliner. Dude, you're the head. I got not the goddamn oh head. Like somebody had to God. go last. Like there
0: was no headliner. Yeah, like, it's not what it is. Just last. They <laughs> hope hoping everyone leaves you for your sheep's pussy joke. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> and so,
1: dude, so we get up over there, and uh, uh, Dean Del Rey. I don't know if you know who that is, but he's a he's a uh, pretty established comedian. Right. Uh, he hosts the thing, and so we're they're going through it. So like you know, they bring up a comedian, and he comes out, says a couple jokes, and they'll they do all that, and so. Dude, John's there, Thomas is there, uh, a couple of my other buddies and stuff, and they're sitting right up front, right? So, like, the first comedian or two, freaking, like, so Dean Del Rey's up there, and he goes, wow! He goes, where are you fucking rednecks from? And I go, (laughs) well, I know who he's talking to. (laughs)
2: like,
1: (laughs) my my, 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 (laughs) wife, we stick out that bad, huh? (laughs) (laughs) And so, so, dude, he ends up, and so he's just ramming on them, like, throughout the night, and they're like, who are you here to see? Because it's getting towards the end of the night, and I hadn't gone yet. And I was just like, oh, my God, dude. And so uh so we get up and so finally it's my turn to go dude and it's just one of the scariest moments dude ever your your nerves are just through the roof dude and it's it was a packed house i mean because it's everybody who knew those people it was like you know right so anyway I get up there and uh uh and it was cool because i kind of had just went with it I mean, i'm gonna go with this whole redneck thing that he threw out you know and i just like and i was like i was like hey guys i go uh I said old dean over there you know called us out pretty quick you know i go for a minute i thought you guys left your robes on you know <laughs> and dude i was like, oh!
2: like oh
1: yeah and i go i go and i told him i was like i say you know we need we need to have more black friends you know and, this, and everybody's like and dude they started laughing it was good because it was going off them i watched you it know? it was
0: freaking hilarious dude, and so
1: and so like i was like all right well let's 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 get started you know and i go you guys ever seen a sheep's pussy <laughs> 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 And the and these like the class was like oh and I went nah and I just went on to something else dude but the class was just like oh that was funny you know like yeah. it's like little inside joke that was funny yeah, for everybody dude it yeah. worked
3: because they're like oh
1: because they were hammering on how much you know how big a rednecks we were yeah night. and so. Uh, but yeah, so dude, like, you know, I didn't, I didn't get, uh, signed to go, go do Letterman or nothing, but it, it went well. And dude, the best thing was, dude, there were some people that went and it was just like, there was one lady that went up before me and it was just odd and weird. It made no sense. She was just yelling and screaming at people. So it was, the whole crowd was just like, you had a heckler. You're what is this? Yeah. No, no. She was up there performing. Oh, <laughs> oh, and so dude, it was just like, I can't do that bad. Oh <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah. Like it helped. And then, uh. And so, uh, it was actually almost better going towards the end Mm -hmm. because you got to watch people. You got to watch the people that prepared the ones that didn't. And, you know, you could see, and, uh, but I want to tell Corey, Corey needs to do it. And if he's never been to an open mic, he needs to just go watch one because dude, you'll get so much confidence because, uh, people that do open mic nights are just badasses because they don't give a shit. They get up there. Yeah. Some people like some of it's horrible. But the thing is, they're up there doing it. Yeah, and you're just like, man, I need to be like that. It's like this podcast. You
0: can sit there and just talk crap, or uh, you know, war keyboard warriors on a uh, social media. Oh but, yeah, but yeah, going up there and doing it, you got to be appreciative and like, wow, just be, yeah. And so it's a lot of a lot I of would, balls. And I would tell Corey to go do an open mic night. Just just go watch one. Dude, he's because, been funny since day one. So have mm-hmm. you? Um, we should
1: all go together. Just go do it. Yeah, they do it on Thursday nights. <laughs> I believe at the well on White Lane. I just heard.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's do it. <laughs> and so, uh,
1: but yeah, he should do that. And so, dude, it was crazy. So that night, you know, it all ended. I went home and uh, I think I got home like about midnight, dude. I was, Dude, I couldn't even sleep that night. I was out, dude. And then it was just a huge rush. Right. It was dude. I, I've done a lot of drugs and that was one of the better highs of my life. And I think the, the high came from overcoming the fear. Of I course. Don't, yes. I don't think it was actually being up on stage and doing the jokes. I mean, it was cool. That yeah, was cool. And I right, got, yeah. kind of got some laughs, you know? And, yeah. And that was cool. Uh, but it was the the overcoming the fear, dude, was was the biggest thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then it, and it's still a fear. So that was, like, oh, yeah. October of 2019. I think I did one open mic night. And then... So you're uh,
0: sober for three years going to there? Going
1: up to yeah, that. yeah. Yep. Right on. Yeah. So... And then, uh, you know, that was like said, October of 19 and then COVID hit. And so it gave me every reason not to do it again. You know? and so, <laughs> so the fear is just like, wow. Yeah. So you haven't done it since? Dude, just once. I did it once on an open mic night and dude, but it's in the back of my head. Like you need to do that again. Yeah, man. You need man. to do that. And, uh, the
0: fear is real. It, yeah. It, and so, uh. Whenever you're scared of in life, you got to attack that and do it. That's really usually where, it. and where fear is, the other side is, is success and peace, you know, and, um. I believe being comfortable, being uncomfortable is how you grow in life.
3: Right.
1: Well, and that's the big thing, too, is go go out and try stuff,
0: dude. Right. Because
1: I've told people before, you don't want to go, you don't want to die undefeated. Right. You know? So just because you're undefeated doesn't mean shit. So, like, if you look at Floyd Mayweather, right? Floyd Mayweather has fucked up more punches than I have. Does right. that make me a better boxer than Floyd Mayweather? <laughs> no, you yeah. know, it's right. like I haven't even gotten the ring. Yeah. So it's like, dude, go out and and and. I think that the the misconception of failure that I have had over the years is is, it's failure is devastating, you know. Yeah. And it's not you don't you don't really fail at stuff. You get information, right? You know, and you, you learn. learn, and you and you and you adapt, and you you know, and so. Uh, and i'm still learning how to think like that all the time right if you learn did you really fail or if you got better i mean dude n- no and it's just like i you know you you watch people and you're like uh, they get just torn up and it's right. just like dude no like cool man like you you did this and it that didn't work yeah you know and if you only had two options that means the other time you do it, it's probably going to work and then yeah. you can take that as far as you can exactly and so uh it's
0: all ego right it's all about thinking about huge you Egy. know, how do I look for other people? How how are other people gonna judge me? You know, and that's just all ego stuff. Oh know? yeah, dude, I would love to tell you I don't I don't give a shit what people well, think about me, but I I do. Dude, trust <laughs> me, dude. First time I came on this, I was nervous as hell. <laughs> Oh, every drug I ever did and alcohol was of my body I was like this up here and, like, and one person actually I've had a lot of good or a lot of great feedback yeah. I,
1: don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't I don't know what to do with my hands yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah man I've had people say oh man I had somebody say to me dude you're moving so much I felt so embarrassed for you I had to cut it off can't watch you <laughs> And seriously, I, it, you know, when someone says that, it doesn't bother me until I'm by myself. I was like, what the? Never I'm going to watch it again. again. I'm going to prove <laughs> it wrong, you know, but you can't make everyone happy. You know, Dude, you, can't you can't make can. everyone laugh, but you can just do the best you can. And that's all, that's all that matters. Dude, I, uh, that's it. So uh, what do you do? You know,
1: like you can, you can not make sure no one talks shit about you, not do nothing ever. Yeah. Right. Or, I mean, it, some people are going to dig it and some people ain't. And it doesn't matter. Do you have fun doing it? Because absolutely. That's, that's what it comes down to. Yes. And uh uh talking to people uh and getting their story, like dude, it's cool, man. Right. Like and there's a lot of interesting people out there, you know? Dude, you should do better than this, okay? <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, it takes a lot of courage and balls and um practice. Like you came and told your story, and he's told it really well. And I'm sure you've told it a thousand times already, right? It's getting there, yeah. Yeah, it, so. You know, it takes some time. And uh, what I've experienced, too, doing sales or just, you know, telling my story is, like, everyone's fucked up. Everyone has some obstacle that hit them in their life, and you can't really judge yours more or or less than theirs. But you just got to be – come out with empathy and sympathy. But, uh, you know, being able to tell your story, even the bad part of it um, is important. You know, whatever dark thing happened in your life can be a bright light in someone else's dark space. You know, you can really help someone get through something.
1: Yeah, dude, it was interesting because I posted, you know, the – the sobriety thing and the bike ride on uh, Facebook and dude, I've had three people reach out to me, and I've posted it before, never, right. you know. And so, uh, and maybe maybe it works. And if it doesn't, maybe it plants a seed, you right, know. Yeah. And and uh, like I said I I don't mind people reaching out to me. Like I said, yeah, you've I'll
0: had just, a, lot, I've a lot of people that I know reach out to you about it. It's yeah. interesting, dude. Yeah, yeah, and it's
1: uh, uh and that's the thing too. Is weird, is uh, you know, like I said, my line of work you know it's just it goes hand in hand and right. uh uh i've got a lot of support from the guys that i work with dude uh and a lot of them guys knew me back they got to see the old joe too he was fun he was a good time right yeah. you know but they didn't they didn't have to come home and, yeah. and see the shit i was doing at home of
0: course man it's funny that everyone loves you know when they're bored they call joe you know mm-hmm. and i'm sure that was tough you had to change your set of friends didn't you
1: to a point it kind of just happens anyway you yeah, know right. uh
0: uh do out life yeah yeah that's and it you grow
1: yeah and i you know there's uh it's funny i heard someone mention that sometimes you just have seasonal people in your life right you know and they only come in for a season and that's it and uh uh a lot of my friends are still you know my friends like i, I like i said i i'm really bad about calling and keeping in touch with people like that's one of my
0: my shortcomings right uh but Dude, start a podcast because I've been reaching out to everybody. Like when I called you, I tried to call John, called Thomas, you know, and it, it makes you just reconnect with everybody again. And then yeah. it has people reach out to you and people get to come and tell their story and relive our memories. So oh, yeah. I think it's really cool. And you'd be really good at it too. And you have a lot, a lot more, obviously more, but you have a very impactful message to, that you could spread to the world. So yeah. something to work, consider. Working
1: on it day to day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to work on getting more, stand-up comedy in your life do need i need to do that because it's just fear stopping
1: me right exactly you gotta you know and that's the thing is like uh uh that fear you know i i i won that i won that battle that night yeah right (laughs) you know but the the war of fighting fear is is, yeah well i had garrett off
0: on here and he's talking about i still think about it i've learned something from every episode really but uh garrett said i was doing backflips into a phone pit (laughs) and then his, his guy says he's like come on you're gonna go do a backflip right now He's like, no, I'm going to go home and, and sleep on I got to get mentally prepared. He's like, what are you going to do? You lose sleep? He's like, just do it. Just go. You know, so that's – it's kind of stuck with me. Just go do stuff and then brag later. And then he said he did one backflip, and he's like, that doesn't make you a pro. Once you start doing it regularly every day, that's what makes you a pro. Just doing it one time does not. So it's crazy, right? Can you
1: imagine those nerves of lying enough to, no. to flip a dirt? I
0: watched him. No, I, could, I tried to ride a dirt bike, and I, I tried to jump one time, and that was it. That was it for me. Yeah. Dude, those guys – uh uh you know, I
1: follow Jeff Griffin on Instagram oh, and Those guys are amazing. Dude, I remember Jeff Griffin when he was like a little kid, dude. So we would ride our BMX bikes up there to the. These, I think, there's houses there now, but we would ride up to the trash track, you know, and yeah, all that. Yeah. And, uh, dude, I remember that kid. He would come out and he was probably ten, if I had to guess. Dude, just riding wheelies up the street, jumping the craziest shit. Like, dude, he was yeah. I, that kid was special. Dude, you know? He
0: used to ride a wheelie to school. I was in seventh grade watching Jeffrey <laughs> ride a wheelie to school. I'm like, what the heck, man? I can't do that on my Huffy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's cool, dude. Like he,
1: he you know, he took it and ran with it, man. Yeah. He made a career out still of it. Still doing it. Riding that wheelie up the street,
3: you know? <laughs> yeah, he's still oh. he's
0: still riding. I talked to him trying to get him on. He's actually booked till June. He can't even come on here. He's that busy. So good for him. Good, I know. It's awesome. I'm going to watch it, man. It's amazing. But uh, dude, I gotta. I got to always ask everybody on the show, you know, what's your favorite part about Bakersfield? And, you know, I know that you ride bikes and you can't say the bars. (laughs) (laughs) uh, (laughs) So, dude, for me, I think, man, like, for me, Bakersfield
1: is, is if if you look at it, it's, it's a, it's prime real estate in my mind, you know, LA is an hour and a half away. The coast is an hour and a half, two hours away. Vegas is four hours away. San Francisco. I mean, uh, the mountains are there. I mean, you've yeah. got everything, right. you know, now the heat air quality. Yeah, you get it. You know, right. it's rough. And, uh, but yeah, uh, it, it, Bakersfield has given me an opportunity to give my, uh, my family a good living, you know, right. our, our money would go a lot further here. Right. You know, if I was to work anywhere else, especially down in LA, uh, I don't know how they do it. Like, I don't I couldn't imagine just working to pay my mortgage, you know? Yeah. No and, way. Uh, has so, a house,
0: house owned you. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so,
1: and I know a lot of people talk shit about Bakersfield and you know, it, it is what it is. It's dude. It's, it's my home. It's gave me great opportunity. Uh, it, it would be hard for me to move out of California, dude. I love a lot of what California has to offer. I'm the same way. Bro. You know? Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I've looked in other States and stuff and it's just like, yeah, but we're, we're there's no beach in Tennessee,
2: <laughs> you
1: know? yeah. so, oceanfront you know, property
0: in Arizona, yeah, yes, right? yeah. you know. And so, uh,
1: so yeah, dude. The, there's a, I, I can ride from my house. I can take my bike and ride my from my house to the beach. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you really, you literally did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But
1: yeah, and so, dude, like I said, there's just you know, like mountain biking in the summer. You can go out to Big Bear and and yeah. you know, and even Mammoth is is. You know, five six hours away. Everything
0: is is near. Yes. So you can do it all here. You really can. Yeah. It doesn't rain either. My brother says the best. My dream job is to be a weatherman in Bakersfield. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna be hot. (laughs) Yeah. I'm gonna take the week off. Just relay, put it on repeat for Monday. (laughs) Dude, it's interesting when
1: like you know those summers get freaking hot. Like, and you don't ever get used to it. You just learn how to. You just know it's coming. Yeah. And so, like, so getting into the bike riding, right? If it's going to be 105 out, dude, I'm not riding my bike after work. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been known to get up at one, two in the morning and go ride. Yeah. It's kind out of the bike. peaceful, man. Dude, so it is, it's a rush, man. And people are like, you you're a goddamn mind, you know? And it's just like, maybe, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah. But, dude, getting out there, there's no traffic, you know? You still got some characters running around on the bike trail at that time of night, you know? No, <laughs> yeah. so, but
0: you got to wear three flashlights going around. <laughs> oh, dude, I got, I got lights.
1: So, what I do, this is, this is what I do. I'll, I'll, so from beach park to like manor, it's yeah. like it gets a little funky, you know? And then I'll I'll write up panorama, but but that beach park to manor, dude, it's it's slayer, yeah, and Lamb of god as loud
0: as can be. So <laughs> oh, I'm just gosh. like, you know,
1: maybe they'll just be, if they plan on jumping somebody, they'll just be like, Man, this guy's already
0: wound yeah. up. That it's, reminds it, me of it's your three single, in the morning, seen single now. cat, your uh what's it, your your Chevy a uh, single cab You had a ten in there she used to Freaking Oh yeah She a thump Loud as hell Four tins, man It was four tins. Oh yeah. Yeah. I it was, yeah I was like Love oh that <laughs> <laughs> like, So I'm still affected I yeah. started uh, putting stock In uh and, uh, hearing aids at that time. <laughs> dude, I think
1: about it. Remember when, uh, John had that navigator with the two fifteens in it. Did yes. you ever sit in that? Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That do people do that anymore? Like stereos? Uh, you know, I, I, know I some, don't, some, I, some I don't hang around. Music's too loud nowadays. Sure. <laughs> yeah, turn it <laughs> uh, down. <laughs> that's funny. But tr- talking about drinking, you know, drinking a 30 pack, you know, in one night before you're 30 is cool. But mm-hmm. after 30 years old, it's not cool anymore. No, oh. Now you got a problem. Yeah, it hurts.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I remember, dude, I remember one time I was walking through the, uh, house and uh my wife goes uh i was walking to the garage grab me a beer sunday football's on so yeah. you can start a little earlier those days right since so afternoon i was feeling pretty good and i remember she goes uh she said, how many uh how many beers you had today i said oh, i'm feeling pretty good i have about eight or nine if i had to guess. <laughs> well, yeah. she goes 17 you're getting ready to go get your 17th beer right now and i was just like damn All right keep track yeah
2: exactly
0: you go to the store yeah. <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> pack. there's not any other
1: liquid you're going to
0: drink that much of at one time Never. I, you no you know i know it's crazy right so yeah there's uh yeah well we'll, we'll end off with two questions here i okay. know See, it goes fast right it's already been an hour yeah you know, i
1: was looking at that i was like what is that <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so do uh you know what drives joe daniels right now you'd say besides the bicycle
1: (laughs) uh dude so obviously yeah the bike is a big part uh just just trying to be a uh man trying to be better at things Uh, trying trying to be better at life handling situations i'm not good at a lot of stuff still man i got a lot of work to do uh um being a good father man that time goes by so fast right you know and uh so trying to be a good father i got to be a better husband Mm-hmm. You know, I know that's one that's like, dude, there's like, there's a romantic side that women like that. <laughs> <oof>. <laughs>
3: yeah, I got to work
1: on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, yeah. So that just, just becoming a little bit better each day. Yeah. You know, man, I fall short a lot of days and, and, and dude, and it's a, it's a, it's a cumulative live of doing a little bit of work every day. Right. And there's a lot of days I'll go where I don't do the work and I can tell, you know, and, uh, uh, so yeah, just becoming a little bit better, man. Yeah. Try not to be so materialistic. Yeah. That's for sure. one, dude. Definitely. That one's a tough one. Yes.
0: You know? So focus on the stuff that actually matters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well uh,
1: I think one of the things I think of question wise too is when you think back as uh, as gives you a little bit, gives me some gratitude is remember when you were wishing that you had everything you had now? And yes. it's just like, ah, dude, you know so that's one being grateful and thankful for sure
0: yeah cause i can i can get ungrateful yes so especially when someone just say thank you and you open the door huh yeah yeah <laughs> that's your fault yeah. Yeah. <laughs> stop doing it i, I love it, it. <laughs> it's too much for you and, uh, i always ask where can everyone find you uh
1: where you got it working uh on the bike path man riding yeah. bikes on yeah. the bike
0: path yeah you do have social media, though. because I know you have some. Uh, Instagram, at, at Pipeliner40. I'm sure some, I mean, ask for a reason. Someone out there might want to reach out to you and get some advice. And, dude, so, I,
1: if anybody has any questions about whatever, I'm more, yeah, hit me up. Just so, funny. Yeah, I went and
0: had lunch with you, and you're like, so, are you trying to get sober or what? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah. no, no. I'm actually a little drunk right now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I just wanted to catch up with you, buddy. <laughs> hey, Joe. Um, dude, love you, man. Thank you so thanks, much for man, coming on. For the invite. And uh, let's do it again. My Sounds good, dude. Get drowned until I feel alright. I keep drinking till I'm someone I don't recognize. I got wasted, I got wasted. Cause I didn't wanna deal with myself tonight. My thoughts get drowned until I feel alright. I keep drinking till I'm someone I Thank you for coming out tonight and enjoying all your friends up here doing stand-up comedy. And uh, it means a lot to them. You got to see them be weird as fuck. <laughs> and here we go. Joe Daniels. Let's hear it for <laughs>
3: Better guys. <laughs> <laughs> fucking old Dean called us out quick. I was like, Did they fucking leave their robes on? Shit. You <laughs> can pick up a couple black friends on the way down next time. <laughs> 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 Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
2: Uh-oh.
3: So, you guys ever seen a sheep's pussy? <laughs>
2: it
3: From Bakersfield. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a uh, it's a great place. It really is, uh, especially if you're into cow shit meth labs. I uh, uh, ain't gonna lie, I tried meth once for 15 years. It wasn't uh, it wasn't all bad though. It was by far the best weight loss program I've ever done. And it was also the best uh tooth loss program I've ever done. Uh, I got three and a half years uh cleaning sober now though. Last uh, Sunday nights four years ago would have been uh drunk and or hiding in a closet from the police. That wasn't there. Uh, uh, so sobriety's cool, but it's uh, it's kind of fucked up, man. Like I don't have no excuses why I do stupid shit now. <laughs> so like I can't be like, hey, I was drunk, man. What do you want me to do? Or like, hey, dude, I was up all month. Yeah. So ah uh, oh, see there it went. Yeah, see that. I knew it was gonna happen. Fucking brain just said, fuck this, I'm out. You
2: know?
3: <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so anyway. But, so. We'll go with this one. So I was in high school and uh, a fucking teacher pulled me aside and said, uh, You're never going to amount to shit. And I was like, Fucking well, thanks, man. Well, you're never going to be a motivational speaker. Knowing so, yeah. what I know now, though, if I could go back, I'd ask that motherfucker for the lotto numbers because he was spot on. Like, how do you fucking do that? No. A lot of people uh, run around on drugs these days. Like, it's pretty, some people are freaked out. I don't know man, I feel like a kid again. There's like real life Garbage Pelt kids walking around. I'm like, like, look at that, there's fucking out Ad (laughs) Ned. Check it out kids, there's old Crystal Best Seth. (laughs) Used to be your dad. No, no. so, uh, okay. so, so in, uh so freaking california man it's pretty goddamn expensive to live in i was noticing uh san diego people were putting in micro apartments in their backyard and then they panned over and showed it it was a fucking tool shed i like and the guy gets on the tv and he's like this is a great idea how'd you come up with it and i'm like hey motherfucker like Settle down, Christopher Columbus. That's not a new idea. Like, methodics have been living in tool sheds for many years. Like, As a matter of fact, that's their preferred habitat. So, yeah, I was waiting really for him to bring out a five-gallon bucket and be like, look at this extraordinary bathroom. And it's mobile. Guys, that's my time. Thank you very much. the crystal meth cable guy. All
2: right, thank you for coming.